Welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity with your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson. On our program, we explore the flip side of every story. And when you open yourself up to both sides, you'll realize that there are life lessons, powerful tools, and so much more. Now, here is Dr. Veerdra Jackson. Hello and welcome to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. I am Dr. Veerdra Jackson, the CEO and creative behind Living Strong Consulting. And I am excited. We are back with Kalila Lyons. She is here to hold me accountable for the work that I have been doing on my B list all month. And let me tell y'all, this has been a journey and it has been a powerful one. It has been one in which it has helped me accountable to really being intentional on how I am approaching all the things, all the things that are happening in life. And I'm sure all of y'all know, I don't know about you, but New Year came in and left the station like the bullet train. (laughs) I'm still trying to catch all the way up. And I am excited about uh, this conversation with Kalila because I actually am giving her the mic. I'm going to kind of step back and allow her to interview me on my accountability with this process. And it has been um, a powerful journey, but let me remind you of who Kalila is and what she has been bringing to um, so many communities. Her work centers on a strong belief that life is to be experienced, not achieved, so that we find our personal freedom, peace, and purpose in our everyday moments. As founder of Answer the Moment, Kalila brings an energetic, heart-centered approach to her work as a coach and consultant for leaders and entrepreneurs, for corporations, small businesses, and nonprofits, both nationally and globally. Kalila is the co-founder of Candidly Connecting, which is on a mission to ignite bold, candid, and essential conversations between children, parents, and educators that will have generational impact and begin inclusion at the playground. Her work has been featured in Chicago Defender, and she was named Mogul's Top 100 Diversity, Equity, and Inclusion Leaders in 2021. She has appeared on many platforms, including Empathy Edge, Up Level, She Rocks Magazine, and on Chicago Access Network Television. She recently launched her new platform, which we have been exploring together, B-List Living. And you can find all of this information at I am Kalila, K-H-A-L-I-L-A-H dot com. Welcome to the flip 
side, Kalila. Yes. Thank you. Thank you so much for that introduction. Um, Thank you for bringing your energy. I'm so excited to explore your accountability. This is one of the A's that we embrace, right? When we talk about canceling A-list perfection and not getting so caught up in um, the achievements and the accolades that can come and go. But what is our experience with our bumps and our bounce and our boosts and how we believe in it and how we breathe and be. So yes, the train took off, but what B-List Living helps us is how we stay grounded. Even when the chaos is going and when it feels like the train has taken off, we know we're right where we're supposed to be. So I am thrilled to be on the flip side and continue this conversation because a few weeks ago was the introduction and now we've had some time to have the experience together and I get to start this with you. I'm so excited. Yes. And I want to remind our social media um, listeners, viewers, that as we go through the questions that Kalila is going to ask me about my experience, please drop your comments about how the question she's asking me, she's actually not just asking me, she's asking us. Yes, And so I am going to, I, I just have the mic, but you have the comment page. So as she's asking me a question, you answer it as well. Be thoughtful, get your fingers ready. If you need a bigger keyboard, go get it now so that we can engage in this conversation yes. together. Yes. All right, I'm giving you the mic. Uh. I don't know, this is this could be scary, but here I am, we I are feel safe. Scary. Together, yes, yes, yes. Thank you for. I mean, this is such a huge honor for me too. So, just thank you so much um, for allowing me to guide this conversation and this new experience for you, right? For all of us. So, you know, before we even get into the bees, because this has been three weeks since we last connected, and I put out this experience. Can we? Can you tell me about what you've been feeling more of lately? Right, we have our spectrum of emotions. But as you're becoming more intentional, as you mentioned, um, and becoming way aware and accountable, what has that felt like for you? So, you know, I feel like anytime you start doing something intentional, anytime you are like locking in and I'm going to get serious about a thing, mm-hmm. all kinds of stuff just starts popping up. When I tell you em- emotional attacks, um, cycles mm-hmm. of personal attacks, attacks to my character, attacks to my finances. And so I would honestly say what I have been feeling the most is determined. I love that. I love that because again, when we talk about what be less living, so much of what we're finding is life is bringing it because you made this declaration, right? Is it's not so much testing you for a pass or fail, but here is your opportunity to grow and learn. Here is your opportunity to leverage this new practice that has been put before you. So um, it may feel like a lot, I'm a little overwhelmed, um, but definitely gets you to a point of overflow as you're continuing to master this. And it's the beginning of the journey, right? And, and you know, I, I say determined because just to connect with what you just said, mm-hmm. there, were so, there are so many moments that have had me stand on the promise that I believe God gave me and determined in my faith that I do not serve a God of trickery. Like there is no gotcha. No. 
and and I it it has gotten so crazy. I was reminded actually of a statement that um, Jackie Perry uh, shared on I think it was Better Together on TBN, and she said she had begun to try to really think about her prayer life as as she was preparing for big things that were in front of her, things that she had to get intentional about. And she said, the Lord said to her, you are praying casually like you need casual power. And that came back to mind as I started this process. When you talk Mm -hmm. about how I was feeling, Mm -hmm. I was like, I have got I've got to amplify, and I don't want to jump into my boosts and everything, but I've got to amplify how I even am navigating these emotions, the way I'm setting up the process and the experience, and how I'm tapping into God into this um, for his full power, not just casual power, because I know I could not be going through all of this for no reason. There's something on the other side and I'm going to need his power, not casual power. Yes. His power, not casual power, not your power. Right. And what Mm -hmm. this discipline allows us to do is start leveraging that power audaciously, unapologetically. Right. Because it is our birthright to absolutely do so. So I I love that. And, you know, it takes me back to something I talk about when you say you're ready and you're standing in this. You have your rep because you are ready, you are equipped, and you are prepared. That's your rep. So let's go. (laughs) Yes. Yes. Oh, my goodness. And so you mentioned amplifying. I know we're going to get to each B, but is that the B that you've been connecting with the most? Or have you found yourself kind of shifting throughout? I truly have... um... Because I am a linear thinker, I actually initially approached this um, (laughs) as a linear thinker. I was like, okay, I'm going to reflect on the bumps and then I will think about my bounce. Mm. Girlfriend, (laughs) Sora, those bees started getting so fluid. Yes, didn't I tell you? Yeah. (laughs) See, I know you told me. But sometimes you got to experience things. Sometimes I was writing and I was writing about all like three B's all at the same time in the same Mm -hmm. sentence. Mm -hmm. But I allowed it Mm. instead of staying so um, committed to the way I like to do things in like a sequence, in order, in a, I I was just like, you know what? I'm going to allow this to be, I'm going to allow it to be a fluid experience that I don't necessarily have to prescribe. Yes. Yes. This is about principles, not prescription. And as we connected too strongly last time, don't let those rigid expectations block your fluid evolution. So um, testimony to that. And I always say I go in a certain order Mm because I think it helps to get people to understand the B-list framework, but it is not a linear framework. You might be breathing and being just fine. And then you need to give yourself a boost, even though you are in a good place with breathing bees. So I love hearing that. Thank you so much. So we're starting with the bumps, right? This is this these necessary jolts that you have on life. You're walking around, enjoying everything, feeling very comfortable, maybe even a little too complacent, and something happens 
that you may not have welcomed. Something happens that you don't expect, right? So talk me through your past experience this past three weeks with with bumps and were you finding yourself identifying more bumps than usual? You mentioned you're being more intentional and becoming more aware. So are you seeing things that were flashing bumps before that you didn't even notice were bumps? I don't know that uh, that there, uh, there were bumps. I was more aware of bumps because mm -hmm. I find myself to be a very reflective person by, okay. by nature. Mm -hmm. So I am often trying to live. We talk, we, we talk about this offline, like trying to live um, an integral life. So whatever I'm teaching or coaching people on, that is actually the, my foundation of integrity. So I, I often am telling people the importance of reflection and creating margin. So I don't know that actually um, I was noticing more bumps. Mm -hmm. What was happening for me is again, the it was like this whole down low moment. <laughs> I was noticing a recurring bump of mm -hmm. detour. 2023. Talk about. Yes. Mm -hmm. 2023 was filled with so many detours that led to deep disappointment and discouragement. And I noticed a continued pattern of detour. And I had this revelation and I sh actually shared it with one of my coaches the other day when she was talking with me. I had this thought, like we talk about January 1st, like it is this revolutionary thing that God is also following. And he gave yeah. me this, this um, like inner revelation that January 1st means nothing to God. No. He created time. He is outside of time. Mm -hmm. His plan is not defined by my calendar. And I was I got had I gotten caught up in the hype of new calendar, new year. This gonna be my year. This gonna be what I do. Da, da, da. And I'm like, okay, this calendar page turned, and I expected somehow to for God to get on the bandwagon of the social media trend. Like this is new, new year, new you. Right, right God, like this is supposed to be this new thing. And he's like, no. I still have the same plan I have for you. Yes. De the de detours you are experiencing are a part of it. And just because it's January 1st or 4th or 5th, I'm not um, derailing the plan I I originally, originally put in it place. I don't care yes. what the calendar date is. So I have settled into my bumps differently. I love, and that's exactly what it is, right? How do you start to reframe them to see that this is happening for you and not happening to you? So the detours, for me, I've been experiencing different delays. I was thinking, you know, new year about signing these contracts right away, <laughs> right away. And as I look at the delays, I'm like, God, you had what you wanted me to do in this time. If I had have done, been already focusing on this, I wouldn't have been able to have this experience, this incredible opportunity that you already knew was coming because you're on your divine timing 
not this human calendar that has been created. So settling into your bumps, I think, is something that everyone should take note of as we navigate what that means and, and reframe what a bump is for us versus to us. What is what is this bump telling me I need to do? Who do I need to be in this moment? Yes. And when you say reimagine, I know I gave you the mic, but I, I because I actually have been navigating this with people who are actually less reflective. If I'm stuck in um, the loop, how I ruminate on something, hmm. what is a strategy you suggest for reimagining? Because I, I feel like... Um, there, there's a turning point, like the situation circumstances haven't changed, but how I, how I allow them to take me into a pit, that, that mm. power, they don't have the same power, but somebody who's stuck in a rumination, how do you actually navigate reimagining? I would say get counterintuitive with it, right? And see, maybe think about how you can describe this as how this is happening for you. So even in the matter of all this chaos, have your journal and start writing down what is happening for me in this situation and allow yourself some time because this is a completely new way to think. So don't get caught up again in A-list expectations. I should have the answer right away, but really take time and reflect on how is this happening for me? Because usually when we start to ruminate in it um, and we're ruminating on the mistakes, the distractions, the things that we didn't want to happen. We're creating or taking away the space where we can get grateful and have some gratitude and put some of the blessings on repeat that may be happening. But that takes time to put that new lens on. So I would one of my sticky statements is stop the rumination and put the re blessings on repeat. And so I would say start thinking about how this is happening for me versus to me, because that's also going to allow you to start to tap into your beliefs and where you may need to shift some of your beliefs about yourself and what you're capable of doing and where your purpose can actually bloom in this space. Even in the darkness, where is where, where are you able to find the light? Mm -hmm. But that's a journey, that's a process that takes time, but that's where I would say start with the question of how is this happening for me? Yeah. And the second exactly. question will be, as this is happening for me, how can I actually now leverage this? for my purpose. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I love that. I love that. Yes. So where do we go from here? Okay. So let's, let's continue with the bumps. Did any, I, well, I was going to ask if any surprised you, but it sounds like some of these were on repeat. I think you said they were recurring bumps. So it wasn't necessarily a surprise. It was just getting more intentional, more aware and starting to settle in them and reimagining what they meant for you as opposed to happening to you. This detour wasn't happening to you. This detour is happening for you. It is happening for me. It is intentional. It is not by accident. It is not a happenstance. It's actually integrated into my growth process, yes. a growth plan that God has already ordained for me. And I got to stop fighting it. I think for me, and I don't want to jump ahead. I'm trying to be a good, no, good co-host. I'm trying, <laughs> but... For me, the surprise came in my in your the task you gave me of thinking of, about two different ways to bounce in response to the bump. Mm -hmm. That's where for me the the surprise elements came 
um, because uh, if I can give a specific example, please do. So I I have been having an ongoing disagreement with a particular person, and the the person actually began to share some thoughts about the perception of how I show up in places. And it gave me pause and it initially I got angry, but oftentimes when we have disagreements, my response is anger. And then I'm defending myself. I'm trying to validate my point. I'm trying to, you know, stay in my ground. And literally my, the, choice, the decision was, no, you know what? This time I'm going to be quiet. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be still. And I am actually really going to dive deeper into um, reflecting about myself, reflecting about the conversations and actually lean more on quiet worship as opposed to de- outwardly trying to defend or deflect or fight back. And when the person came at me again and I said, you know what? I can't argue your perception of me, yeah. but I can decide that instead of fighting your be- perception, I'm going to be still reflective and intentionally take time to really just rest in worship because this is making me feel unseen and it's just spiraling. Yeah. This isn't this is not helping me move forward like defending and fighting. And the person didn't know didn't have anything for that. You got counterintuitive and they were like who who is who is this person, right? Because for them, there was actually the familiarity. We were talking in a conversation before around um, familiarity. And and even when it's not good familiarity, we still tend to go towards familiarity. So in these type of conversations, and I've experienced them too, that tension is familiar. And that's where they want to take the conversation. And you said, no, I'm going to get counterintuitive. And as opposed to trying to manage your perception of me, I'm going to stand in my purpose of who I am and be still in this moment. That's what that moment required, right? And so I commend you for that because we're not always able to get to that place even quickly. Um, And I would say it's a journey too to get past and let go of people's expectations of you as well so that we can evolve. When we talk about our rigid expectations, sometimes we're trying to still manage to other people's expectations of us and it keeps us from fully evolving into our purpose because our purpose, it it needs to expand. It needs to increase. It needs to be promoted. And that requires us to continue um, to be new. Yeah. New with purpose. And I have to be uh, transparent because I don't want people to to feel like, woo, she just, I was not a superwoman at it. You know what? I said that statement, step back, person came at me again and, and I did not do that well. I, <laughs> I yeah. made that statement and <laughs> I found myself mm-hmm. um, literally going into fight mode and, and I paused and I said, no. This is not, I'm not repeating this pattern because it's not serving me. Right. It's not serving 
my health and well-being, be still, be reflective, worship. And over time, over practice, over really getting intentional and slowing moments down, Mm -hmm. I've gotten to a place where not only with that person, but even in moments, um, other moments, uh, I was presenting somewhere uh, the other day and they had this like animated skit that played that had all of these um, like implicit bias, like crazy nonsense. Now it was a skit meant um, to show the wrong way of doing things, but it reflected all of these stereotypes of of black women. Mm. And I'm the only black woman in the room and I'm getting ready to step up to the mic. And I had to, in the moment, remember, be still. Yes. Be reflective. Yes. Calm down. You are still here for, don't let this throw you off your game. You are your truth, despite the circumstance. Yes. Yes. You are here on an assignment. Yes. So stay true to it. Stay true. Stay devoted to it. Mm -hmm. Be reflective. I breathed, took a breath, and stepped up to the mic. And then after the event, I spoke to the coordinators like, can I have a conversation with you? (laughs) (laughs) And what I love about that tune that you um, really amplified um, is that, you know, sometimes we do go back. But what happens is because we're mastering this discipline, again, I always say it's not going to happen overnight, is the boomerang starts to decrease. So you you get back to calibrating to your peace and your purpose more quickly than you did the last time. So things still may happen. I think I was sharing with you it was a day where I had to bounce with an attitude, but it's 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 how do you move <laughs> and how do you boomerang and recalibrate back? So that's that's incredible. So to that end, right, with our bounce and how we're moving and doing things different, you know, ensuring that you move in purpose, I asked you to get counterintuitive, which is what we're starting to touch on. So what two things did you choose to get counterintuitive and why did you choose those two things? So um, the first one was actually um, uh, not fighting because I'm already enough. Mm. I, I don't have to fight to stand my ground to prove or validate who I am, who God has made me to be. It's okay to be still and, and actually watch what happens in response to that, how things, because sometimes the, the continued fighting and back and forth is actually perpetuating. So I became Mm -hmm. counterintuitive because usually people would be like, if somebody's trying to come at you or talk about your character or um, label you as something, you fight about it. Counterintuitive, I got very still, I got very reflective um, and navigated my own regulation and stillness to mm. move through that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the other uh, counterintuitive way that I began to create um, a bounce in response to things. Um, so I don't know if you would call it counterintuitive as much as 
um, breaking or reestablishing a habit that I feel was getting away from me. Um, I was thinking about all of the things that were coming at me. And actually, at th- there was one week where I was thrown off. I wasn't posting stuff. I wasn't talking to my staff. All kinds of stuff was going wrong. Hmm. And it because the, the bumps and things were, were clouding my mind. And in my sleep, again, woke up and this quiet voice said, this is spiritual warfare and you are trying to fight this your way. I need you to fight this my way. And when I tell you, I woke up and started just, I had music playing. I had all kinds of, yeah, it just, it was, it was, you are not going to grip me by confusion, confusing my mind anymore. Mm-hmm. And woke up to this is spiritual warfare. You are trying to fight this your way. I need you to fight it my way. Mm-hmm. And so all of the ways that I would normally in um, the natural realm, I, I abandoned all of them. Yes. And I know people on the turnpike, all we was thinking, this crazy woman, who it what is that that little ponytail is flying everywhere in the car. <laughs> I was hands on swinging, ponytail flopping, just clapping yes. in traffic, backed up traffic, and I am just praying like had like what? How is she having a party in this chaos? <laughs> what this is chaos. happening in this car? Yes. It's like I will not live in confusion. I will not live in confusion. I love that. And that is getting counterintuitive because we sometimes feel like we need to respond to the confusion. So how about not responding to the confusion? And what I love about what you're saying and what has continued to be a powerful journey for me is as you embrace this discipline, you do start to hear that quiet voice more often. Mm -hmm. And you do start to hear God speak more often. And you do start to hear his order of things and where he has control of things and where you need to let go and fully trust. And it can be hard in the beginning. I have had conversations with God of, no, no, that doesn't feel right. Um, I think I'm still, I think, right? (laughs) I know what you said, God, but here's what I think. (laughs) but I'm his child. So I know he listens. I have even argued and yelled, right? Like I have been fully angry all out with God, but this gets me disciplined and boomeranging back to my truth, his truth over me and being able to answer the moments that are right here in front of me. Yes. 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 I love that. I I love that. And I love that the ponytail is getting involved in the conversation. The whole (laughs) ponytail. I was like, I was at a stoplight in full traffic. It was stop and go traffic. And I mean, I head back, ponytail swinging, radio all the way up. Praise, I found um, this song I had never heard before. And I know I'm always late. Um, But Anthony Brown's um, God's Got Me. Child, that song has been on blast repeat. All week, God's got me. And 
this man, I looked over and the man at the at the light across on the table. He was just looking at me. I'm like, yes, yes. Uh-huh. See, I'm here. I'm see, all the way here. Yes. all of this right now. I am fully into it. I am fully into it. I, I 100% love it because it's also when you talk about the music and I have different playlists. I have a 2024 playlist that I just started as well. Um, that's a boost too, right? So finding what's going to be a boost can be having that playlist and starting to swing the ponytail and getting into it. So um I appreciate that. And and what I'm also gathering, I just want to amplify too, is, and we talked about this with B-List Living, is having these customized conversations with yourself and and normalizing talking to yourself about yourself, normalizing, reflecting on you, normalizing what you're doing in the car with the ponytail, enjoying you, right? And and even taking that a step up. conversation a little bit deeper and what are you enjoying about you right like you're you you now enjoy how you're in the car and people are watching and all that so customize those conversations with yourself about yourself and all these different dynamic wonderful things that are happening as you are each day yeah you start to get more aware of that too Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and intentional with it mm-hmm. intentional with it mm-hmm. enjoying you that's what it is Oh. So with that, going back to um, the boost, right? We got to boost some things up and we got to boost some things out. And that gets us at our C list of our circumstances and our circle. Um, a lot of it is control, which we've touched on as well. Um, as you were thinking about what to boost, did you start to focus on one of the C's more than the other with your circle, mm. your level of control that you were trying to have, the circumstances? What does that look like for you? So I think it was probably control and circumstances. And um, for Flipside listeners, you will remember when we had Coach D on Deanna Harris um, from um, Find Your Strength Fitness. She was on the show uh, in 2023. And um, so she is a, a trainer who has been helping me take back my strength as well as my health. I was stacking up diagnosis and um, I, and I just got to the point when they started talking about high blood pressure and diabetes, I was like, the devil is a liar. That will not be my story. I am going to switch and change some things. And so mm. went to um, have been going to her and uh, right around the time we started this journey, we were, um, it was arms day and I was picking up the same weight I had been picking up because um, I knew I could lift that weight. And she came, got down on the floor next to me, you were leaned familiar. into my ear, Comfortable. Mm-hmm. <laughs> leaned into my ear and said, one day you are going to put those weights down. You are ready for the next level weight. And I was like, leave me alone. I can't, I'm a struggle with those. I I can do these. Mm. And she got up, walked away. She said, I don't care, struggle. You know what you need? You need Jesus. (laughs) You need need Jesus. (laughs) She knows I always, whenever she comes over near me, I'm like, I don't need no help. I don't need need help. I'm all right. And something clicked in me in looking at Boost. I decided to lift heavier weights. Mm. And some people in here think I'm talking only about the gym. 
I was saying that the whole word, when you said that, I felt the entire word of that. I felt the entire word of it. So speak more to it. Keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so physically in the gym, I have been very conscious about, I am going after the weights that are my, are, um, my capacity weights. Like they're the weight that by the time I am done with this rep, I am struggling and I have to mentally continue and decide to push, even though the struggle is real and I feel like I'm getting ready to fall apart. And so in the gym, I have been intentionally reaching for the weight that was so uncomfortable before that actually in preparation, before I even lifted it, I used to say that weight is too heavy. You probably can't, we'll have a whole narration you got in my head. The wrong customized conversation. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> I was like, I, you, you should, no, 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 that one's gonna, I, I literally stopped and said, no. I am showing up fully. I am going after the heavy weight. And that then has translated into that determination. That That's why I was like this, the beast, they got so fluid because that mm. emotion of determination got locked into, I'm going yes. after the wow. heavier weights in my life, in my business, That's in right. my spiritual life, in my That's relationships. Right. I am not shying away from reaching for the stuff that's heavier, the yeah. stuff that I am anticipating. No, I can't lift it because the very thing that I, that he gave me at the beginning is you are praying casual like you need casual power. I have a powerful assignment. Stop yeah. picking up the little weights. Standing that full authority. Yes. Fully in it. Oh my goodness. And, you know, when you talk about, you feel like you might fall apart and, and, you know, your muscles do get tired once you start. But what happens again, when we talk about reimagining, I've said this before, when you fall apart or you unravel, you get to see all the pieces. And as you're falling apart, you're getting to see all the pieces of who you are and what you actually are capable of because you picked up that heavier weight and because you allowed yourself to fall apart and come back together in a new way. So that's incredible. There was a, she sent me a text after one particular day. I knew I was so in the zone. I was like, I'm going after this stuff because I, the first thing, and I want somebody to hear this. The first thing is I stopped the conversation in my head about how I wasn't going to be able to do it. I stopped it before it even started, even though it was on the same loop. I stopped it. I was conscious of it. So I stopped it. More aware. Mm -hmm. And then she sent me a text after this particular day in the gym. And she said, I'm so proud of you because you lifted the waist and you proved to yourself that you could do it. And all that time, I thought about all of those weeks that I had actually spent time telling myself, you couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. How much farther along could I have been today had I stopped that, nar that narrative? 
Mm-hmm. I have been telling myself you can't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Whoever it is that this was for, that yes. when I was thinking about the boost, it's time to lift the heavier weights. Yes. yes. You're ready for it. You, you are ready for it. You got your rep. You are ready. You are equipped. You are prepared. And I also talk about no net today. So no non-effective thoughts today. So those thoughts that you were having were not effective for your purpose, not efficient for your purpose, not empowering your purpose. So no net. (laughs) No net. And what I love too that you are speaking to is with the B list, right? You're talking about the boost and how you lifted the weight in the gym, but it carried over to other aspects of your life. This this mindset, this principle is for every journey of your life, right? It's for your healing journey. It's for your wellness journey. It's for your financial journey. It's for your creative journey. All these different things that we're moving in and these moments that we have to answer as dynamic human beings, B-list living is going to help us as we stand in our truth, in our purpose, right? Yes. And so something happened today. I was um, presenting somewhere and I given it uh, to groups a challenge of building towers using cups. People probably seeing this mm-hmm. game. You're not allowed to touch the cups. You can only use rubber band and string. And both groups, both groups, two different times in the day, but both groups I told them that their task was to build the tallest tower they could. That's all that I told them to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And just because they were sitting at different tables that were adjacent to one another, they worked in separation the whole time. And I watched them when they got to the last cup that I had given them. They said, they said okay, we're done. And I said, I said, you know what? You have more time. Mm. They were like, no, we've got all of the cups. We don't want to touch it because if we touch it, it might fall. We don't want to take that risk. We mm. have it. We have it set up. We don't want to touch it. And I said, so you're not going to continue to try and work with this. To even fully though evolve. To foot. I said, your task is the tallest tower. They said, no, I'm, I'm going to wait. We're watching this other table. To see theirs is, theirs is going to fall and then we're going to win. So you're hinging your success on mm-hmm. comparison mm-hmm. on someone else, hopefully falling or failing. And you are limiting yourself with only with, with the one approach you came up with because you're afraid of taking a risk and going higher. But this was the thing. So the two learning key learnings and it was one I had never told them that they could not work together they decided decided immediately and how quickly when we have an opportunity to do something powerful do we opt into competing instead of collaborating and but Kalila the thing was there were cups all over the room on other tables They never looked up from the task they were on. And I said to them, I told you the tallest tower. They said, we used all our cups. I said, you used all the cups that were on the table. I need you to look around. And they, it wasn't until they looked, they were like, there's cups all over the room. I said, you never moved from this spot. You were comfortable. You had gotten comfortable in this moment. Mm 
Yes. You were so focused and moved in um, competing that you missed the opportunity to collaborate and you missed the opportunity to step out of your comfort zone and go to other resources that other people had. And you never even asked me, was that possible? What's possible? Yes, this this mindset is a, a, I always say it's a love letter to our potential and our possibilities. And, and when you get into it, you do start to see what else is out there that I can leverage. And you do get in the habit, this is a great analogy, metaphor, I'm not sure which one, but you do start to realize how you can look around and see more out there for me. And if they had have looked around, they would have seen more of these cups for them to continue to evolve versus this false narrative of I have achieved based on this other person's script. Our script is not validated by someone else's script. We have our own value that we need to be standing in. And recognizing when it's time to lift heavier weights, you're going to need different resources. You might need some other support in order. There was one time the, the bar, it was the bar. I was like, oh my goodness. I don't, she didn't take it from me. She could came up behind me and spotted me and continued to speak to me as I lifted it, but she never took it out of my hands. If you're going to lift things that are heavy to move in the purpose that is bigger than you, that is powerful, you are not going to have, you're not going to be allowed to sit in your comfort. You're going to have to take risk. You cannot focus on competing with other people and you're going to have to look around to find other resources other opportunities that are outside of your comfort zone. And you may have to ask the people who you don't even want to ask in order to get access to the thing that's yours, that God has holding for you there to push you outside of what you feel like doing and get you to do what he's been telling you to do. And that's a spiritual lens, right? Because you may not talk to someone based on your narrative, based on your biases, based on your preference. But when you start looking with a spiritual lens, you see these people as resources in your community, right? Leveraging audaciously for your purpose. And that's not the same as using someone. This is leveraging my gifts, your gifts. How are we synergizing together? And because I don't think you said no one could, no one has, couldn't rebuild if the cups fell. So it's okay to fall and get back up, have your lessons learned, you're growing and continue to build and evolve in now a new way. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, goodness. Okay. Boosting. Look at the time. Okay. <laughs> what? I can't look. I'm now I'm the guest and I'm, I'm like, wait, what? <laughs> We're already at this point. I cannot believe it. Um, so we've talked about boost and so much of this, like we said, it's not linear because we're, we're touching on a lot of beliefs, right? That we have to have about ourselves, beliefs that we need to let go of and reshape and evolve. So what, what did that look like for you? What were some of the beliefs that stay consistent and some new beliefs that came in? And, and we've, we've heard themes around it, but I would love to get more explicit in your journey with beliefs. So beliefs, one belief um, was actually just literally belief as in faith belief. So mm-hmm. it, I got to a place where settling in, especially when in talking about lifting heavier weights, the, the concept of 
Strength is not me feeling confident, but me being confident in God's character and what he can do. And so getting rock solid in understanding what do I believe about the character of God and how he's already infused me with his strength. And if I'm going to lift heavier weights, strength is not defined by whether or not I'm confident in the moment. Mm -hmm. It's actually, just as Paul said, it is actually recognizing I can't do this Yes. By myself. Yes. It is it is the strength that he has given me and believing in the character that he is not a god of trickery. And so the first belief was really has really become and I would say because the pace in which 2024 started the continued evidence of the detours and the continued message that what I have for you is not going to look the way you think it's going to look. No, it's not. And, and then this whole journey of paying attention to the, to the bumps and being intentional with the bounce, it has made me just like drill down into my faith. I love just that. drill down into it. That is incredibly powerful because what I've learned in my journey with God too is he's spoken a lot of what he's going to do and I will not waver in his promise. And I've grown in that because I have wavered in his promise because it wasn't showing up the way I thought. The how wasn't matching my how. So then I was wavering in what he said he would do. But once you get past that and allow him to show up because he is so divine and he is so incredible and so much more than what we can ever possibly imagine, I allow the how to happen and I continue to be delighted in, in, in what that means. And it allows me to, with this discipline, um, and this came from a conversation I've been having with my good friend, Candace Cole, um, to see discipline as devotion to my purpose and mm. staying devoted to my purpose, no matter what is happening around me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I say trust that. is ninety nine percent of the preparation. When you trust, you are you are prepared to handle all these different things that are going to come, and you can have conviction even in the gray. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's funny, um, Sora, that you use the word discipline because that's my twenty twenty four word. Yes. Um, that I'm diving into. And just this whole process has had mm-hmm. me get um, more connected with what I believe God is calling me and asking me to do and show up in a way that I'm lifting the heavier weights because I believe he has put something in me for me to add value. And so I do want to, we have four minutes left. I do want to tell everyone, I know it feels like we just got started a hundred percent. Now, you know how I feel. um, I want to to tell or invite everyone um, who is, especially on Facebook, that there's an opportunity because I have really drilled down into 
I want to believe in the value that he has given me to be insightful to understand needs. And so I am stepping out. I'm um, releasing an ebook called Refill, um, which is tied to our soul care. And I launched a Facebook group called the Refill Tribe. So I'm going to, if you are on Facebook, I'm putting it into the chat. I want you to go to Refill the um Refill Tribe, the place where educators heal from burnout. Mm. So if you know anyone who is suffering from burnout and they could benefit from free resources, from opportunities to gain access to the tools, the experiences, the networking, the online webinars, the lives that are all going to be housed inside of um, the Refill Tribe, you go in and become a member and then invite them. I am trying to build this community because as I've lifting heavier weights, mm -hmm. I'm also digging deep into the belief that I have something of value to offer. And I have an opportunity to do deep work and I want to bring it to people who are hurting. And so I invite you, the Facebook group link is in the chat. Again, the name of it is The Refill Tribe place where educators um, can heal from burnout, um, join me in the community. Yes. And last thing, none of the, of the content that I share in the Refill Tribe do I share anywhere else. So if you want access to the Refill stuff, I am only putting it into the Refill Tribe. So join us. Quite a boost to the community. Yes, as you breathe and be into this purpose. I love it. I love yeah. it. I'm really excited for you. Yeah. Thank you. So before we go, I want people to hear <laughs> about about your venture. Like, where are we with the book? What are we thinking about? Yes. What are what, what's happening on your end? You can go to IamKalila.com to um, sign up. You'll, in the next few months, receive information about the book that will be coming out, Answer the Moment, which is really going to get us embraced and in, in having practices and principles for B-List living. And that will also give you access to the newsletter and the community that B-List living will be um, focused on moving forward as well. So please go to IamKalila.com. Put your information in so that we can continue to breathe and be in this B-list disciplined living together. Yes. yes. And folks, I'm excited. We have 30 seconds left. Um, <laughs> she's coming back, y'all. She is going to be an ongoing um, co-host. You're going to see her pop up several times in 2024. We're going to continue our IG lives. We've been getting yes. great feedback on those. People <laughs> love our energy. We have figured out the technology. We got it. <laughs> so we're going to continue with our IG lives even more regular than her presence um, as she is going to come back to the show and continue to hold us accountable because this wasn't a one and done. No, it is not. Yes. Oh. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, Sora. You. It has been 
another amazing conversation. Truly, truly. I appreciate Uh, so much. So community, there you have it. Thanks for logging in. We look forward to continuing this conversation. Um, And actually, next week we launch our series on um, Black excellence. And we are launching with Tiffany Tichi, and she's going to talk about STEM um, and how we can prepare the next generation to be STEM leaders. So stay with us right here, same place, same time next week on the flip side. See you then. Thank you for tuning in to Living Strong, the flip side of adversity. Please join your host, Dr. Veerdra Jackson, for another edition of our show next Thursday at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Have a great week.